Welcome to The Culture Cocktail. I'm your host, Elisa Bowens. We're back for another wonderful Thursday here at The Culture Cocktail Hour. Oh, yes, each week I trade in my dance shoes and I go live on air with you, the listeners, to talk arts, culture, music, relationships, and much, much more. Boy, do we have a great show today. And the theme It's all about the green. Oh, yes, we're talking about finances, money. Uh, Today's relationship topic of the day is finances. How are they affecting your relationship? We have expert Tanisha Dawson, life coach and author, here with us to uh, give you some healthy tips about how not to let that money be the uh, driver in your seat. And we are joined by a special guest. We have author Christopher Carnot who talks your financial swagger. He has written a book. I actually dove into it last night. It's amazing. It's empowering. And he's going to let us know how to get your finances together. I mean, guys, the holidays is uh, are here upon us. And we're going to need uh, some really good guidelines to uh, let us know what to do with that money. So as the old saying goes, sit back, relax. You're listening to The Culture Cocktail. All right, it's another Thursday, and uh, here with me in the talk sip, I have my expert relationship and life coach, Tanisha uh, Levon, that joins me every week. It's so good to have you back. And we are, hello, and we have Christopher, uh, who is an author and quite an amazing book. So we're going to be talking to him uh, in the next segment about his book and uh, finances and what we should be doing around this holiday. So how is everyone doing? Doing great. great. That's amazing. It's Thursday, clear skies, uh, nice weather. I know. Yes. Awesome. Everybody in uh, survived Thanksgiving, it looks <laughs> like. Yeah. Little gobble gobble. And um, I'm joined by my green smoothie friend. So I am, uh, pl- I've plunged into the 10 day Green smoothie uh, diet, yeah. I got to get it together. I've got holiday parties and events. What and, do you uh, have in there? Oh, yes. Today is the uh, berry berry smoothie. So uh, you mix up some spinach and, and mixed greens and water and apples and bananas. So it's for 10 days, you get a different recipe. And I'm going to tell you something. It's uh, guaranteed 15 pounds in 10 days. It's wow. healthy. It's um, very yummy. I don't get, I get hungry all of the time. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what this uh, smoothie, um, it's just, it's filling. Uh, you can, you know, snack on some apples, carrots. It sounds so like non-eventful, <laughs> but it really is a jump start to getting the body kind of, you know, doing what it's, you know, got to do. I don't want half of my closet to go to waste because like, you know, I'm right. just, I'm big macking it up like every <laughs> other <laughs> Day and shout out to speaking of Big Macs, uh, I think the creator of the Big Mac um, passed away this week. So oh, yes, yeah. it's been uh, social media. So the the special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun uh, <laughs> guy has um, gone to Aww. Big Mac heaven. So yes. yes, I was gonna if I wasn't on this green smoothie cleanse, I would have in honor gone An and honor. Get, yes, I would have gone and got a Big to. Mac today. But that yeah. is absolutely not happening. I'm, rules. Yes. I've got seven more days to go, so um, so the smoothies are going to be my best. Anything plan. else other than just the, the helpful health health side of it? Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, just to kind of reach, you know, like your car needs an oil change mm-hmm. every once in a while. 
So this is, I have to like psychologically like get my body into, okay, time for an oil change. Yeah, time kind of to flush everything. Yeah. Detox you, and all the, that good The stuff. detox, especially after, you know, the holidays. And I like to do it in between, you know, holidays. So I'm not feeling stressful, stressed. Yeah. yeah. And guilt. you know, it gives you more energy. You're lighter. Um, it balances it, you. The reason yeah. I'm asking you these questions because um, prior to writing, I actually um, opened up a, a juice bar. Oh, and okay. So that's why I asked you what's in there, how you feel it. Uh-huh. I have a right. little background with that. And um, the more you juice, um, it, it just does something to you, not just physically, but right. it, it just kind of releases, you know, endorphins and, and it just, does. Diff- just different things that it does to you. Yeah. Like when I first uh, did like an all green smoothie, I went outside and the sun just seemed brighter. You know, for some reason, it was just brighter. It was just more clear. So, you know, juicing is 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 something we should all be doing, and not oh, just yeah. for ten days. I'll say put that as part of your regular, you know, regimen. Right, exactly. Because when I get off of the ten day, I don't want to like go back into those bad eating habits that I've had for, you know, the over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is um, it, to to just maintain this. And to make this a part of your lifestyle, um, it's great. You know what? Phone lines are open, 203-872-7356. If you've ever uh, tried a green smoothie, cleanse something, uh, call us. We want to hear about your experience. Yes, we want to hear about your experience on the uh, the smoothie cleanse. Um, so that's what I'm doing. And lots of water. you got to drink lots and oh, lots yeah, and lots definitely. of water. So... Um, we are in our holiday uh, series, hmm. so we're going to be uh, talking about a bunch of stuff uh, relating to the holidays, what we have going on for the holidays, um, you know, any plans, uh, what's shopping, who started, did anybody go Black no. Friday shopping? No. Not at all. mm <laughs> So you guys are like non like non Black, Black Friday, Friday or... shoppers, Fridayers, right? No, <laughs> I doesn't am work. So against well, it. you know, looking at financial swagger, if there's not a need, mm-hmm. why do it? You know, why We're... do it? Yeah, because you know what? This is what I found that there are sales on anyway. You're gonna get a sale. A uh, store is going to sell you something on sale. Yes, they are. Whether it's Black Friday. And you know. to me, the interesting thing is um, how many people don't have TVs that you got to run into the store and pick up like two, three TVs. Don't you already <laughs> you have TVs have at home? TV. You want a new one. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, but do you need it? No, yeah. usually not. Yeah. I mean, I, I stopped once. I mean, my son's 17. I was pregnant mm-hmm. with my son. That was the first Black Friday. Almost yeah, got last. killed. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, not for me. It's not that serious. Not that it, nothing. It is not that serious for a nine dollar right. crock pot for me to get trampled. Right. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, you can have your crock pot and your TV. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll, and then I think I went two years ago. One of my cousins was just like, "Oh, come with me. I want to buy a laptop and a printer, and I'll buy you one." Okay, great. I'll go. <laughs> I have nothing to do. And then I was like in line for three and a half hours. I was like, "Okay, yeah, no, it wasn't." Yeah, well, yeah. you've been doing with that three hours. I could have yeah. been doing a whole <laughs> a lot bunch of, of other stuff. stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't do lines and I don't do mm-hmm. and I don't care if that's like at a nightclub or whether it's at Macy's. I just I know, don't right. do lines. Just I can't do it. I VIP it. <laughs> yeah. So so Black Friday is absolutely out absolutely you. not for me. Mm-hmm. 
And you know they have all the same deals online, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, Cyber, Cyber Monday. Monday. Cyber yeah. Monday. But no, they actually have Black Friday online too. You don't even have to go to the store. Right. I think they it's extended online, Black Walmart, Friday. Kohl's, Macy's. It's still online. You can get it yeah. online. Well, I think it's a conspiracy it has for be. people <laughs> to like spend their money. It is. Well, <laughs> they say cash make the world go around, right? Money make the world go around. So you got you got to... I don't want to say spend, but you got to invest in it. You got to use it. Investing yeah. is the key. And yeah. we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to jump right into our financial segment because this is important. We can joke about it. and um, But, you know, finances, um, as far as in relationships or personal um, growth, it's, it's key. So uh, we want to spend the en- yes, yes, entire hour on talking about um, your financial swagger um, with author um, Christopher Conor here and also Tanisha uh, Dawson, who will be uh, telling you the effects of uh, money in a relationship. You're listening to The Culture Cocktail. Remember, our phone lines are open, 203-872-7356. You don't want to miss the next segment. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Culture Cocktail. I am your host, Alisa. Welcome back to the Culture Cocktail. Great to have you back. We are talking finances. Oh, yes, finances on the Culture Cocktail today. It's the holidays. What's everybody going to do with their dinero, their moolah, their money? So joining me today, um, we're going to start with author of... In seven financial swagger. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have Chris uh, Cornu here with us. Welcome to the Culture Cocktail, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yes. Yeah, so um, I was able to read your book last night, and that was fascinating because there's things that we do with our finances that we have no idea what the, the well, number one, the result of overspending or not being conscious of where we're putting our money. And you explain a lot of this in your book. Can you tell us how um, you came, you know, to write this book? Wow. Um, So do you want the the short version or the real version? (laughs) I want the real one. We keep it real here on the culture cocktail. So give me the real version. All right. So the real version, um, I have two boys, uh, Gabriel and Christian. Okay. And um, like, like most young adults, uh, Mm -hmm. I drink, I was drinking. And, um, okay. you know, my kids uh, came up to me one day and said, hey, dad, we don't want you drinking or we want you to stop drinking. So, you know, and this, I didn't think much of it because I'm like, these are kids. Uh, what are they going to say? Dad, keep drinking. We want to see you drinking. So I said, all right. Mm. You know, I didn't think too much of it. But then months went by. And we had a so- social gathering. So I okay. started, I was drinking and they saw me and they remembered. And they said, dad, I thought you said you wasn't going to drink anymore. And I said, yeah, but this is a social gathering. They right. were like, no, you promised us. Are you going to lie to us? Now you're lying to your kids. Oh, wow. You know, so, and that's Smart the way my kids, kids talk. Yeah, that's the way they talk. And the oldest is Gabriel. He'll be the, okay. he's the lawyer. He'll give you all the reasons why you shouldn't or should. And then uh, <laughs> his younger brother's like the backup. Shout out to you know? the boys. Yeah, exactly. So they put a lot of pressure on me and, um, you know, no pun intended. It was, it was sobering. Okay. You know, so I'm like, you know what? I got to, I should really stop, you know? So I made that commitment to stop, not just for myself, but to them. And um, why, why, you know, in that process, I started to meditate because now okay. I have more time in my hands. Yeah, <laughs> you and you're know? clear. You know what? Yeah. Let's keep let's you, you, let's keep it real. You're clear when you're not, you know, absolutely. not drinking. Absolutely, you can you can process things. You're more productive. Absolutely, and I have a lot of um, you know, different sayings that I live by, and one that I came up with is this: um, if something is not serving you, why serve it? Mm-hmm. You know, Correct. so um. Alcohol wasn't Amen serving me. Yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. not serving me. It wasn't giving me anything positive or right. productive. So I'm like, why should I mm-hmm. serve it? And then and just in speaking of money, you know, people spend hundreds of dollars a week on alcohol. Hundreds yes. of dollars. What can you do with that savings in a month in a month's time? Right. If you, you tally know? your bill, mm-hmm. your your bar bill, right. then you can save right. hundreds. Quite, yeah, quite if a not, bit. Thousands, because all the ballers out there that are like VIPing it up and they're sitting in the VIP lounge right. and they're getting the bottles of Chris right. and Henny uh-huh. and Ciroc. Right. That's, you know, once that's consumed and you look at that bill, yes. where yes. are those finances going? Not, not, not saying there's anything absolutely. wrong with that, but, you no, know. You're, you're absolutely right. And in the introduction, I say, you know, financial swagger is not. You know, making it rain at the club. That's not swagger. <laughs> you know, but a lot of Some people, people think that financial yeah, swagger is making it rain they, at the they club. Do. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. They need to buy this book. They do. So I, I stopped drinking, started meditating, and um, I always wanted to do something to help. And um, one, one thing you got to do when you meditate, you got to kind of go in with a question. Question. Yeah. So you could get an answer. answer. So I said, what can I do? And I started having like, you know, 
revisioning of things that I've, I've helped people with like years ago mm-hmm. and they all kind of centered around finance and just your mindset. So, you know, with, with that in mind and mm. keep meditating, the, the, um, the title came. I'm like, wow. You know, because I, I feel like a lot of people don't is know. That what's, where, yeah. Is that where the, the financial swagger Right. Came and from? if you can yes. see, it's all conceptual. So the, the, it looks like a, it should be an F in financial, but it's backwards as a seven. Because then there's seven principles, principles that, 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 that are you in there. Talk exactly. about in the book. Exactly. And if you're just nice. joining us, folks, uh, live, we are talking uh, finances. The holidays are upon us. And we have author um, Christopher uh, Cornu, who was here, who wrote a book, um, Financial Swagger. Right. And he's discussing what we should be conscious of when dealing with money. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of concepts in there. And um, one thing that I pride myself on is just coming up with different concepts. So as I, I went in meditating, I started getting ideas, getting concepts, and I'm taking some of these, um, you know, prior experiences and right. I'm, I'm looking at it. And what really brought it all home is uh, I made some bad financial decisions. Like I think we all have yeah, made, I made some, bad financial yeah. decisions. Like, don't buy that extra pair of shoes. <laughs> no, I made some really, really bad I'm like, ones. Get these no. behind me, Satan, when that <laughs> voice comes. Don't get that shoes. Oh, yeah. I know the shopping got. spirit. <laughs> yep. So, I, um, so I, I was asking myself, like, when I made good decisions, what was I doing? And when I made bad decisions, what, what was I not doing? doing? Yes. And it just, I had like a column. It told me all the good things I was doing, all the bad things I was doing. So I said, you know what? I'm going to put this in, in, in some kind of format to get it out there. And, um, right. you know, my, my attorney, my 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 oldest son said, "Hey, put this in right. a book. You know, write a book." So I'm smart like, All right. "Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm very write a book. smart guy." So I, I put it in the book, and uh, you know, I, I'm trying to get people just to realize that you know, money is all about a mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay, know? money is a mindset. Money correct. is a mindset. And um, if any of the <laughs> listeners out there ever heard of Reverend Ike, uh, he mm-hmm. coined the phrase, um, or he was popular to, with the phrase that says, uh ideas make millionaires mm-hmm. right you know so money is that's all, the truth yeah it's, it's yeah. all a mindset well, now, now let me ask you this and i want to pose this to our uh facebook live uh viewers is money the root of all evil perfect question. okay so we're, we're gonna go there so i want all of my facebook live folks is money the root of all evil let us know we're gonna be uh answering or, or sharing your comments on live right now but chris let's go back to our Mm -hmm. financial expert is money the root of all evil the answer is no it's not but okay it's so uh, it's it's how close is it it's a fine line (laughs) because it's it's almost like the saying that says is the glass half empty or half full yeah it depends on how you look at it and and realistically if you if you were to just take off all the blinders and look at that that powerful statement Mm -hmm. it's false you know, because if you look at the condition, it says all evil. There's other things going on there that money has nothing to do with right. when it comes to evil thoughts or evil acts. So in that, you know, statement right there, if you look at it just from that perspective, it's, it's incorrect. But the funny and interesting thing about that statement mm-hmm. is the inverse of that is really true when you break it down. Right. And that truth is really what sets you free. Right. And, you know, we just had someone on a couple of people. Uh, Joe Rodriguez said, no, the, the love, love of money is the love. So it's of not money. the. No, the, the, but the even ro- that's even that's incorrect, because if we break it down, let's go back elementary Thank you, school. Joe. Yeah, let's go back elementary school and grammar okay. school and, and how you could take the context clues out of out of, uh, you know, paragraphs and sentences. So if you read it, it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. Mm-hmm. So. 
love is is a condition. So now right. we gotta see what is what does really love means. And if you pick up the dictionary and you go through um uh the different you know definitions, okay. you'll see that love breaks down into longing for, which breaks okay. down into want. Which when you break down want, that means is there's lack. So if you look at all those definitions and you do like a tree going down, right. ideally the the love turns into lack. So then you put that back in the sentences, the lack of money is the root of all evil. Okay, so we just heard that the lack of money is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. My girl Liz just said, no, credit cards are. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about that too. (laughs) But credit cards are tools. If you misuse a tool, you can hurt yourself. Yeah, trendy. You you can hurt yourself. A a car is a vehicle, is a tool. People get, we we were just talking about it before we came on the air. Exactly, Mm -hmm. A a little child died in a car. But, you know, if you are using the tool the right way, you know, you'll be okay. You're going to get from A to Z, get the yeah, work right. or whatever the case may be. So it's all how you use it. Credit cards could be an asset. It could be an, a tool if you use it properly. Credit cards, right, exactly. Yeah. And it's always that wanting of more. The lack, Jean, exactly. right. And Jean Jenkins just said, you know, definitely, she goes, people are not living within their means. That's also tricky. <laughs> see, here's, here's when you go into the book, too, you'll see that... um. It's, it's all a balance. balance. You know, it could be good or it could be bad. It's how you work it. You really right. got to work it. And that's, I think, where a lot of people fall off the wagon is they don't put that that time into work time and into they understand work. it. Right. You know? And you know what? In finances, it's just because we have a relationship expert here, uh, Tanisha, and she will let us know that a lot of marriages or a lot of relationships break up because of finances. Financial difficulty. Adultery, finances. Mm-hmm. I think I, think I also t- read incompatibility. If you guys just is not right for each other. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, well, yeah, that's, yeah, clear. that's a given. <laughs> that, that kind of yeah. <laughs> uh, bad move. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But um, so when we tie all of this in, it's not only the root of evil, but it can be the destruction of your relationships. Yeah. I mean, your family relationships, your personal relationships, your friendships, people that I know okay. uh, that own businesses out there. Right. It can seep into, um, you know, the lack of words of the, the inner core of, of folks. You know, yeah. I think uh, when it comes to that, it's just, um, again, as a mindset, some people want, you know, 70-30. Some people are 50-50 type of people. Some people are 60-40. So you right. got to know who you're going into business with if you're talking about business. And then relationship, it also depends on who you're going into the relationship with. Is he or she a spender? You know, or right. is he or she a saver? So you have to be you know? careful of yeah. who you're with. There might yeah. be someone that's a 60-40, like you said, right. that, you know, likes to overspend. So you might have to bring right. that, you know, a compromise. Yep. Money compromise. You, you got you to find that middle ground, that balance again. That's the, balance. that's the key word is the balance. And it balances a mindset. You it know? is. But so now, Chris, our financial expert, how are you going to... For our listeners out there on on live, it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. We just said that the money or the love of money can possibly be the root of evil. all evil. Right. We just heard don't spend over your means. What are you going to suggest to folks listening about spending? We want everybody to have an enjoyable holiday, but what do you want to? What's the key to spending for the holidays? So first, I want to tackle the don't spend over your means. Um, again, that is all how you look at it. I think it's not a matter of not spending, you know, over your uh, your, your needs or your means, but is it more uh, around how you choose to use that money, how you choose to invest that money, and uh, ideally you want to bring up 
your income to meet the means that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You know, so you don't really, because again, as a mindset, so if you spend below your means, you're going to live below your means, you know, but you you don't want to just spend outrageously either. And so that's why within the book, you have um, different concepts. So you have yin and yang, which is, are you investing and growing or you're not growing? There's, there's opportunities there. So when it comes to the holiday in terms of, um, you know, how you want to spend your money, the first part of the book is FUBU. You want to mm-hmm. fund it by you and borrow it by you. A lot of times uh, in the olden days, they had a, a Christmas club saving account. You want to do something in that in that regard where you want to already, you should have been saving for the holidays since, yeah. since January. Are you, you kidding know? me? You know, you <laughs> should have been start yet. <laughs> you should have been saving already. And then um, again, with with all plans, once you have, uh, you know, your roadmap or your destination, then getting there becomes a little bit easier. Right now, what a lot of people are doing now is pinching here and there to try to make it work. It's going to be a, a, it's going to be tough for a lot of people to do that. If you're yeah. out there listening and you're pinching or you think you're pinching or you didn't start saving yet and you're yeah. like three weeks away from the holiday, not even, give us a buzz. 203-872-7356. We share your stories. Honesty is the best policy, especially this time of uh, the year. With And the biggest the question is, do you need it? Do you need right? There's needs and wants. Yes, right, absolutely. Chris. We're absolutely. gonna go over the uh, needs and wants of finances. Do people really need that big screen TV that was, you know, Black Friday, or is right. it just gonna sit in, you know, the? As a matter, if you're listening, please call us. We want to know what did you buy if you did go out on Black Friday. What did you purchase? We want to know your Black Friday purchases. Two zero three eight seven two seven three. Five, uh, six. And Gene also said, spend wisely, budget, be conscious of your credit. Don't go into debt just for the holidays. Right. So you yeah. see that a lot? Yeah, because um, I think as a culture, we have this uh, microwave attitude. We got to have it right then and there. Mm-hmm. You know, the real like successful, wealthy, you know, you know, people that have control of their money, they, they don't rush into things when it comes to buying. They don't rush right. into it. They have that delayed gratification where it's like, if I don't get it today, I could get it another day. Or you plan towards it. Like, for instance, my wife just um, showed me a pair of shoes. <laughs> you guys were just talking about shoes. That <laughs> you she know wanted, the ladies that, love the shoes. That dropped by like 80% in like less than like a month. You know, and see, so, you waited. And how much money did you save? But what right. if she had an outfit that she needed to wear and the shoes matched the outfit time. at a certain time, then who's going to wait and, for and, the but, 80% to drop? Then that's the thing. That's when you have that. When you go in the book, you have FUBU. You know, you fund it by you and you borrow by you. I love so that. It could go to and, and FUBU. I'm, I'm funded like, by I'm you, borrow by 90s you. 90s baby. So mm-hmm. when you hear FUBU, you think 90s clothing, but you put it into a financial perspective, you could put money set aside for for lavish things if you want to like to me money is is meant to be enjoyed it's like life exactly. money is life you got to enjoy it right. but if you, you got to do it in a balance in right. a balance yeah. exactly. if you're just joining us we are talking finances we have uh, author and life uh coach here with us we have Christopher uh, Kornu and Tanisha Levan joining us we're going to take a quick break this is fascinating because finances you know we asked is it the root of of all evil uh we said Absolutely Chris not. Chris said, absolutely not. It's not the root of all evil. Uh, it's the way we, I think, approach our finances. And uh, Tanisha is going to be giving our viewers, our listeners, um, uh, her perspective on relationships in finances. So uh, we don't want people out there breaking up because of finances. That makes God, no. no sense. No. You just compromise and, yeah. you know, just share. Share in 
the wealth. All right, we're going to uh, take a short break. You are listening to The Culture Cocktail. We are taking your calls all afternoon. So 203-872-7356. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Culture Cocktail. I am your host, Elisa Bowens. Each and every Thursday, I trade in my dance shoes and I go 
live with the listeners who talk arts, culture, music, relationships, and much more. We have a great show and want to say shout out to everyone that's listening out there. Tanisha uh, Styles Bundy, who's just amazing. I got to give you a buzz soon. A bunch of holidays uh, coming up, but in everyone that uh, that that has commented. So at before the break, okay, my uh, relationship and life coach uh, Tanisha Levon is here in studio, and we were talking about um, finances and relationships. Uh, but Chris uh, Cornu, who is our author and our finance uh, expert, we we were talking about the root of all evil, um, and absolutely it has some validity to the concept of it but you like you were saying is it really isn't the root of all evil it's other things that that kind of go before that so now my next question is um what is your definition of success that's a really really good question and success is all how um again if you hear the theme of what i'm saying it's all how Mm. you look at it right it's all your perspective how you um you know how you think your mindset so success could be in different avenues. It could be in relationship. It could be in sports. But when it comes to, um, you know, uh, entrepreneurship or finance, um, to me, I think success is taking um, what you know. And by what I mean by what you know is, um, you know, your tools, your resources, your skills, the people, right? Um, the knowledge that you have, taking what you know to get what you what you need, what you need, need. exactly. And um, to me too, I think um, where we kind of have a disconnect is um, is People think it's just uh, like one for one, tick for tat, this or that. It's a process. Right. right. It's definitely is a process. So you're not, it's, don't think it you're going to get there overnight. You got to right. put in that work. Work. And, um, you know, we talked about um, my kids earlier. One thing I tell them all the time is um, uh, the saying is uh, practice mm. makes perfect. Yes. When it comes to success, it's really practice makes progress. Right. You know, that's what we I should like be that. led by. We should just keep progressing Pro- day by practice day. Practice makes progress. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? You mentioned that you were the CEO of me, M-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you explain that? Absolutely. Again, it comes all down to concepts and how okay. you think. So, um, uh, you know, a long time ago, there was a saying that says, you know, you could be the captain of your soul, the, you know, master of your destiny, things of that nature. Right, I'm, probably, right. I'm probably butchering that whole thing <laughs> up. Uh, but It's all right. You can r- chop it up. Yeah. The, the, um, you know, times have changed. You know, mm-hmm. where now we don't recognize captains and, you know, ships and things of that nature. We recognize right. bosses and CEOs, you know. So right. as a CEO, what it really stands for in that in that saying is you're consciously evolving oneself. Self. Mm-hmm. You know, so consciously, meaning you're thinking about it, you have a, a game plan to evolve yourself. Yourself into greatness or right. something Right, into bigger. whatever right. you want to do. And so that's the CEO part. And then the me is just your mental entity. So you right. have business entities. You have your mental entity. So you got to be the CEO of your mind. Mind, You know, wow. so um, when you look at, you know, entities in general, it, mm-hmm. it's just how do you conduct yourself? How do you run that business? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so you, within you, yourself and within, within your yourself, mind. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. And I think if sometimes if we, uh, especially with our finances, if we can turn the switch in the brain um, and kind of rotate of where we are going um, and be the controller of our financial destiny. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think that um, a lot of us would not be living over our means and we would have a much better stake in, you know, what we spend and what we um, don't spend. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And, and we could go so much deeper. Yes. <laughs> you know, we're just yes. on the subject right yeah. now. Right. And we, yeah, we, we really have, haven't even cracked into it. But you know what? But we have an amazing, uh, I, I just, this has always been fascinating to me just you know getting married um 
prenups. Okay. If yeah. you're just joining us, we are talking about prenups. Yes or no. Um, we have a relationship expert here. Uh, we just talked about finance with, with uh, our author that's uh, here in studio with us. Do you or do you not sign a prenup? That's Let's a, go. Tanisha. <laughs> and if you're yeah. listening out there, when we want to know, someone, do you woo! sign a prenup? Let's see. That's a, that's prenup a, or no prenup? That's a really good question. And, um, and, and like I said, and like he said, you know, we can only get the tip of this iceberg because mm. there, it, there's many layers to this. Um, and you got to look at the variables and the situations. I mean, one, I personally do not believe in, in the prenups. Okay. That's me personally, my life, just because the way that I live my life metaphysically by a certain level, by a certain level of my own evolution, my own belief system I feel like I'm putting out into the universe that we're going to break up. Mm, and right. when we do, this is mine <laughs> and that is yours. You take that little couch and that TV and I'll take the fish tank and the dog and that's mine and this is yours. Um, however, though, in real life and with people who do not live like that, there are people that come into the relationship with assets and certain things that they themselves took the time to build. And based on the Connecticut state law, which is a no-fault state, if I had married him and he had this whole empire and we divorce, I get half. And I had nothing yes. to do with that. Yeah. So I do think that there's a level of unfairity in that um, as far as prenups and, and no prenups. Okay, but then there are some people out there that would say, okay, you built an empire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Chris, just feel free to chime in. Yeah. Okay, so somebody built an empire. Yes, but prior. the thing is when somebody could be out there just doing the, the work to, to build. But there's that person at home, like let's say the wife, that, you know, this, holding well, it that's down. holding Hold it down. down. Well, yeah. I'm talking about coming into the money. Before family. Before yeah. that. Like I'm not talking about, okay, he got rich. No, because you got rich while I was home watching the kids. Right. You didn't right. get rich. I helped you get rich right. because had I not been home doing my part, you right. couldn't have been out there doing your right. part. I think that when we help to get rich, I think that there should be the there's there's an entitlement of a split for folk. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's when that 60, 40, 50, 50 yes, comes exactly. in. That's when those percentages <laughs> right. do, do matter and they do count. Um, you know, so that's why, I mean, like I said, I don't believe in prenups i don't think that they should be the forefront oh yeah before we say we're going to spend the rest of our life together hold up sign this paper that yeah. say we're not about to be together yeah. right and maybe i just think and, and see again what she's saying there is that perspective is all how you look at things yes it's so important right you know i want to spend the rest if, of my life with you but in yeah, case just in we case. don't work out yeah. right so if you're out there sign and this. you've signed a prenup and you don't mind sharing uh, your story uh, with us, uh, hit us up on Facebook Live or give us a buzz, 203-872-7356. And Chris is getting ready to ask a question. You just got married. Yes, so I just got married. And you know what? I was would so you have busy signed a prenup? No, and I'm, no, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> no, I, was so, no. I'm, I was so busy uh, getting prepared for the wedding emotionally that my mind wasn't okay where the how are the finances going to be split right. and who and who's gonna who gets what right but see th then again you need to know your significant other because you know i've had the house of salsa i've had it for 16 years right and he knows how hard i i've worked Why to, would he to obtain that. To take that he would know he doesn't want my dance shoes he doesn't right. want to come in and teach classes he doesn't want right. a portion of that because 
he didn't he didn't work for right i think that what drake said it you wasn't with me shooting in the gym you know yeah you're, you're not there putting in the work and the sound works of, of drake yes <laughs> you have to put in the work but i but it's fair though but i think when people um you know have that have money you see celebrities um who it's yeah and it's trendy like you know prenup i think it's kind of like a status quo of who signs you know prenups i was just i was just having fun you know planning a wedding right that a prenup was not even uh never uh thought of but the other side to it you talk Mm -hmm. about like athlete and successful people there's there's women out there or or even males that that will get what they'll get with someone break it up so they could get their share yeah that's the come up you know so yes you got it you You got it again it's all how you look at it, right and but then you need to know who you are dealing with and that the character of that person well you know what though i I, you know what and it's hard because I, i would say you you don't know you do know the character of the person until the breakup is bitter and then the character of that person can definitely change because I and that's just a whole nother topic because there are yes. people that, you know, they're with people, they love them, they're the greatest thing ever. And then that breakup becomes bitter. And then now it's like you the person you thought you marry, it's not even that person. You're like, wait, who, yeah. who, who yeah. is this person? So, right. I mean, you know, as much as we like to put weight on a person's character when we're doing great. That character pop I, out when everything goes wrong. Well, like the, red, I, the, the, the obvious red flags, you know, that sometimes you don't see um, in the honeymoon phase, but, you know, that you kind of, you, 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 maybe you ignore them, you and know, I in think, the, um, the beginning. What, what was just said as far as when that breakup happens and it gets ugly, that's where money gets the bad rap. Yeah. That's when money becomes evil, you know. It, it wasn't money, though. It's that person, <laughs> you know, it's the way they were taking You know what, that's, that that's very true. That's it wasn't the money. Mm-hmm. It, it was what was going on, maybe, you know. Right, because I've heard the saying, the and I agree with prior. it, money just multiplies who you are. It just it enhances who you are. Absolutely. It's just like, it's just like when, when people drink. Some people who are strong become extra strong. Yeah. Some people who are okay. crazy become extra crazy. Right, you know? right, right. So money right. is like in that money. Is, you know, alcohol is called spirit. Money is a spirit. It's an yes, idea. So yes. when you have more of it, you do more of who you are. Some people who are, Agreed. you know, alcoholics right. buy more, more alcohol. Some people who are drug addicts get more drugs. You know, so it just enhances who you more are. More shoppers yes. buy more a- exactly. shoes. Exactly. Then you become adic- addicted to shopping and things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have everything in moderation. But, you know, but that topic of prenups has always been very fascinating. Yeah. Um, because you just, th- I-, I believe it is, some people just, you know what, it's like a business. It's just like, listen, I'm coming in to this marriage, love you lots, but um, you're not taking you know, all my that I have my share of, mm-hmm. of stuff. And it can be a business for a lot of people. Like we were just talking about the come up mm-hmm. and speaking of business, just to go back. So mm-hmm. when you, I want everybody to be the CEO of themselves, the CEO of me, because um, when people tell you next time to mind your business, you got to tell them my mind is my business. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the comeback for that. Your mind. Wow. Is your that's very powerful. Very powerful. Can you say that one more time, please? So your mind has to be your business. So when someone tells you mind your business, your mind is your business. Mm-hmm. You should be focused on that. See, we live in a generation where so many people, if, if people cared about their mind as much as they check their Instagram feeds and, and make sure it's pretty and proper and on their news feed, they'll be far off better in life. You know, they'll be True. far ahead. You know, so we just got to shift our focus a little mm. bit. I want to be that um that voice. Like, if you guys ever seen Finding Nemo, when uh, mm. when all the fishes was getting caught and it was being taken up, and Dory was saying, no, we got to go the other way. We got to go down. Mm-hmm. Instead of what feels natural to go up, 
go the other way. And when mm -hmm. you go the other way, everyone is freed. But when you right. just follow and go with the flow, the mundane flow, one person, one fish might jump out, but millions are getting caught. Yeah, we got to go the other way, push mm -hmm. that net down so everyone could be free. Mm -hmm. And that wow. you start by, by being the CEO of me. And that's powerful. And that's why this your book was so um, interesting um, because it gave me a different perspective of where my, um, you know, whole finance kind of uh, mindset was. And um, so very, very powerful, very powerful book. Uh, we have Tanisha. That's going to give us a um, last kind of prenup. Ooh. <laughs> What's up with the prenups? Yeah. Um, Yay or nay? Um. I say nay um, as far as prenups. But then and again, we got to be real. Who's rich enough out here that needs a prenup? They need to worry about their basic finances and communicating about right. their finances and finding somebody that's compatible with them and understanding the differences and in, in bottom line, being able to communicate about the finances and and what's what's needed in the household, what's wanted in the household, what's extravagant, where, you know, where, where you can to tone save, it down, maybe, you know, you know, and, and build toward retirement, build toward, mm. you know, um, not living paycheck to paycheck and having money come in, but it has to go right back out. Um, you know, build your assets and things like that. Things mm -hmm. that, um, can help the regular relationship that doesn't need a prenup. Right. Just to speak on that, don't buy stuff. And in the book, what stuff stands for is stupid things you financially fund. Don't buy stuff. <laughs> you know? Don't buy stuff. You know, your your acronyms are amazing. Yeah. I'm going to have to get like a little acronym chart of all of Chris's wonderful uh, points. This book is 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 very, can you just, we're going to uh, show our viewers oh, yes. uh, your yes, book. book. Uh, and can you tell them where they can uh, purchase this? Yeah, right now, if you go to Amazon or you just Google it, you'll you'll be able to pick this up. It's Christopher Cornu. There is another financial swagger out there. Just make sure you get the one. Get that the looks, right one, the, yeah, folks. Get that's, that's right. Christopher Cornu. Yes. Yeah. And it is, it's all about just being practical, just the day-to-day -day things you could do, like you just mentioned. And, you know, you, you're not reaching for the stars right now. You're just getting your, your foundation set. And, and again, once you get your foundation set, then you could build that mansion. You could build whatever you want to build. Mm -hmm. mm. Because you know what? It is so uh, doable. Um, Very doable. If you want it, you go out, you can achieve it. And uh, there's no excuses because we've got folks like Chris here uh, that can get you on your way. We have uh, Tanisha here who absolutely can tell you how to manage that um, emotionally and uh, productively uh, through you know, all of your, you know, your spending, you're not spending um, and just being wise and conscious and conscious yeah. of everything that um, you do. Well, I want to thank you guys again. Thank, uh, you. thank you for joining in. Chris, our uh, author and financial coach. It was great to have you here for this segment. I'm going to be more conscious of what yeah. I'm spending. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. And uh, Tanisha. Uh, Levon, it's always so good to uh, see you. She's here every week as our life coach and expert on relationships. And I am your host, Elisa Bowens Mercado. Thank you guys out there on Facebook Live for uh, tuning in and watching. And thank you for all the uh, marriage well wishes. Oh, yes, they keep rolling in. Yes, so this is to years and years and years of um, of great life and, and success, not just for myself, but uh to Everyone. all those out there, yes. 
Um, so we uh, like to say thank you. Remember to keep that glass always full. Uh, we'll see you next week here at the Culture Cocktail Hour. Till next time, peace.